When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. We can find instant satisfaction in almost anything these days. Sleepy? Instant coffee. Need to sell your car fast? Car sales? Instant offer. That's right. Sell your car the instant way. And get it done with Australia's most trusted site for cars. Well, rugby now and uh, in the early hours of Sunday morning, our time, uh, at Stade Velodrome, must say, fantastic result for uh, the La Rochelle Rugby Club uh, when they won the European Championship by knocking over Leinster, the hot favourites, 24-21. Playing at 10 for them was Ohio West, a player we know very well back here in New Zealand, of course, uh, appearances for New Zealand Maori, 58 Super Games combined for the Blues and the Hurricanes. And, of course, uh, a Hawke's Bay player as well. Over 90 appearances now uh, with La Rochelle going back to 2018. Uh, Ihaya, uh, good evening to you. Uh, France time, French time. Uh, thanks very much for joining us. Uh, what a performance. Uh, how how big is it in La Rochelle? Hey, Smithy. Thanks for having me, mate. Um, yeah, it's been, a, it's been a massive, massive few days for not only us, the players, but for the club and the, and the whole city. Um, it was a massive achievement for us and something that the, the city and the club have been waiting for for the last few years now with the rise of the club and the team and everything. So, um, yeah, the celebrations have been huge. I don't know if you've seen anything, but we had a parade on the port and, um, you know, there was 35,000 people there cheering us on and welcome, welcoming us back into the, into the city. So, yeah, it's just massive for, for us and the city as well. Look, it's about 75,000 people uh, live in La Rochelle, which is not too many more than uh, Napier or Hastings Havelock combined, uh, and you know those areas very well. But uh, I, I look at that kind of reaction and, and I just see a passion that we don't really often see in New Zealand, yeah? Yeah, definitely. Uh, 100% have to agree, agree with that. Like Before I came over to France, I'd heard a lot about you know the support and the crowds that they get at the games, but once you experience it firsthand, it's just... Uh, yeah, it's just crazy. And, um, you know, this club only sort of came up to the top division eight years ago and we saw the the um, celebrations they had when they got promoted and um, that was sort of a driving force behind us, sort of wanting to bring a, a trophy back to the, to the city. And, um, yeah, it didn't disappoint when we did. The, the port, like I said before, was, was just uh, pumping and it was crazy and it's, it's been an awesome, awesome few days. Hi, they say there's in sport that you've got to know how to uh, lose a final before you know how to win one. You lost this corresponding final last year very closely to Toulouse, which was heartbreaking, uh, 22-17. You win it this year. You come from behind right at the death. How much of uh, that memory of the year before was an influence into the way you guys approached this game this time around? Yeah, you're 100% right. It was a, it was a massive influence, I think, um, Last year, we sort of let the, the big moment sort of get to us and let the pressure get to us and didn't really express ourselves and play the game we wanted to. So 
coming into the the final this year, we really wanted to enjoy it. Um, you know, admit that the pressure was there as a team and just walk towards that pressure. Um, and yeah, we just wanted to play, um, enjoy ourselves and not leave any stone unturned. And I think we did that and, and the boys had a lot of fun out there and managed to, managed to get the result, which is, which is awesome. Well, you're massive underdogs. I think uh, everyone's favourite uh, in terms of form anyway and performance was uh, uh, Leinster. Uh, so uh, how did you strategize to go about knocking them down? Um, yeah, we, yeah, and everyone, pretty much most people's eyes were the underdogs, but we um, we took a lot of confidence from beating them last year in the semi-final and we knew um, if we, you know, played to the level we know we can, if we defended like we know we can um, and put uh, Johnny Six, the likes of Johnny Sexton and, and their attack under pressure that um, we could have a chance. And I think uh, Ronan and the coaching staff had, a, had an awesome plan. Um, that the boys executed. We wanted to um, we wanted to hold the ball and um, not let you know the likes of Johnny Six and Jamison Gibson Park you know take over the game. So we wanted to starve them a ball and hold the ball ourselves. And like I said before, just um, have fun and, and, and attack the game. And um, yeah, I think that's that's what we did. And our big boys are we got is, is crazy, and they managed to get us over the game line. And obviously, as backs, it just makes it a whole lot easier. So. Um, yeah, the coaching staff gave us an, an, an awesome plan and the boys uh, executed it well. Well, Ronan O'Gara actually is, uh, of course, pretty well known to New Zealand. It's not just as a, a British Lion and an Irish rugby great, but, of course, he spent time with the, the Crusaders. For Ronan O'Gara, this is a real a real um, achievement in season one, isn't it? Yeah, it's massive. And I think, um, you know, he's been awesome this year. And even throughout the week leading up to final, his preparation for us was awesome. Like I said, um, we talked about the pressure and things like that. He's he's been there and done that as a player. Um, just like us, he lost his first two finals, and he's told us he told us leading up to the game that you know he just wasn't there mentally. Um, so he took learnings from that and he's turned it into coaching. And you know he prepped us really well um, throughout the week uh, for the game, um, and also through the whole season he's been he's been awesome. And like you said, he went down to to New Zealand and spent a bit of time with Crusaders, and I think he's. Uh, you know, he learned a lot there as a coach and he's he's brought it back to us. And obviously being being Irish and having a bit of a rivalry with Leinster as, as a player, it's, uh, I think it was extra special for him as well. So normally in a, a La Rochelle starting 15, we'd see at least uh, three Kiwi boys in there. Victor Vito, of course, Tawira Kerbalo along, alongside you. So a real New Zealand spine there of, uh, of 8, 9, 10. Uh, they weren't there this time round. Yeah, they were two massive losses uh, for us. Obviously, you know what they've done in the game, and um, they're a big, big parts of our of our team and our leadership group and things like that. So, you know, they were massive losses, but they were they were awesome throughout the week, just sharing their sharing their knowledge of big games as well, and um, helping out the young boys because we had two really really young boys filling in for them: one twenty one year old and and a twenty three year old halfback who I thought performed very very well. So, you know. Vic and T were, were massive losses on the field, but the the knowledge and the, the help they gave to the boys throughout the week and the preparation was uh, was second to none. So um, yeah, it was awesome to have those guys around the team for the week. So uh, just a, a little bit about French rugby in itself, uh, higher if I can ask you about that. So uh, the season's not over for you yet. You've, you've still got uh, plenty to play for. Yeah, so we're yeah we're going into a, the last round robin game this weekend. Uh, we've got a, we've not, we're not 
guaranteed uh, qualification yet for the final, so it's a, it's a big game for us. We're playing against Leon, who um, are not guaranteed qualifying as well, so they'll, they'll want to want to obviously win and win well to, to qualify. So, um, you know, we were back at training today, focused on this game, and um, because you know the top fourteen is another massive, massive goal of ours, and um, it would just be awesome to, to to have a chance at maybe winning a double this season. So, you know, we're we're looking forward to that game and. Hopefully, putting on a good performance and uh, qualifying for the for the finals. Just, just Ehi for the people who perhaps don't understand um, the scale of French rugby or, or the length of the season. How many how many games, if you played them all, would you you know would you likely play in a in a French rugby season as such? Um, oh, I found that I found that out the hard way. My first season here, my first season here, I was rolled out pretty much every week, and I I, I played thirty two games my first season and probably miss maybe three or four. So I think if you play all the games in both Europe and the French competition and finals to that, it gets up to close to about 35, 36 games. So it's massive, massively long season. It goes for 10, 11 months throughout the year. You're playing through, you're starting the season in, you know, 30 degree heat. And then you go to the middle of December, January, you're playing in, you know, zero degrees, freezing cold at nine o'clock on a Sunday night. To the end of the season, you're back into summer again. So it's a, it's a massively long season, and uh, yeah, it's definitely it's definitely a grind. Iho, you've, you've always had a passion for for Maori rugby, uh, Hawks Bay. You've always uh, you know been a bit of a homeboy as such in that regard. Um, h- how tough has it at times been living so far away from from friends, from Fano, etc., uh, to to pursue your dream? Yeah, it's been uh, it's been pretty tough with COVID as well. It's just made it that much harder to to get home. Like we. My wife and I, we haven't been home since uh, February 2019. I think that was for my my sister's wedding. So it's it's been a it's been a long time since we've been back home, and um, yeah, it's definitely tough. But um, you know, like like we're loving the French lifestyle at the moment, and you know, we're just making the most of it while we can, and um, loving the French rugby and everything it has to offer. But yeah, we definitely we, there's definitely some hard times missing home and missing family and all that. Uh- how close are you able to stay in contact? I know you've got so many of your friends, etc., playing rugby back here in New Zealand. How how close are you able to to stay with what's going on here? Yeah, I still 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 keep a keen eye on things. Like I I try and watch um, you know as much as the Super Rugby as I can, um, especially the New Zealand teams and my mates that are playing. So you know I've definitely got an eye on on things back home, and still talk to still talk to a few mates here and there about. You know how they find it back home, and trying to trying to get the old one to to come over to France and have a few more mates over here. But um, you know, I definitely still still enjoy watching New Zealand rugby and and what it has to offer. You're right in the thick of um of the French players, of course, that will be part of the World Cup squad next year, which is uh, of course in France. If you look at uh, French rugby now, um, how big a challenge do you think it will be for the All Blacks? Yeah, it's French rugby at the moment in a in a it's, a, it's an awesome time. Awesome time. They've got some unbelievable players. Like the depth of French rugby right now is, uh, I think, at an all-time high. And you can only, that you can just tell by, you know, how well the actual French team is doing and how well the the French clubs are doing in the in the Europe competitions as well. So I think you know everyone's already you know been talking about the World Cup for the last you know a few months and everyone involved in French rugby and over here is really looking forward to. To having the tournament here, and I think um, 
you know, there's nothing better than the, the first game, I think, is the French versus the All Blacks. And that'll be a massive, massive game, massive moment for the French team and for the whole of France. So, um, yeah, it'll be, it'll be a tough ask for the All Blacks. But, you know, with, with New Zealand and the All Blacks, they, you, you know, you can't write them off at all. They'll they'll obviously come over all guns blazing and, and want to win the tournament as well. So, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm, I'll be looking forward to, to seeing what happens and can't wait to, to, to see it. Well, you won't be watching it from uh, La Rochelle, I guess, or travelling from La Rochelle because uh, you've uh, you've decided to move on. Tell us about that. Yeah, of uh, moving on to Toulon at the end of the season, which is um, pretty exciting for for my wife and I. Um, it's going to be a big, big few months with with baby on the way as well. So we're heading down there for the next three years, and um, by all accounts, it's a it's a lovely part of France, you know, the south of France, and I think the club as well is in the it's been a pretty exciting time. Um, I've just started playing some unbelievable rugby towards the end of the season, and they've got a few few new signings for next year. So, yeah, definitely looking forward to a, to a fresh start and something a little bit a little bit different. A long, long way from uh, the Pulse and Banner, uh, and of course that's uh, being played this weekend <laughs> as part of uh, Napier Boys High 150th uh, anniversary celebrations over Queen's birthday back here. Ah uh, man, uh, you wouldn't have dreamed when you were playing the Pulse and Banner all those years ago against Palmas North Boys High that uh, life would have panned out this way. I'm sure. Uh, you're 100 right. I I didn't even think about you know leaving leaving home. You know me, I was a little bit of a mummy's boy. Didn't really want to speak, go anywhere else. So um, to be over here now, living in France, playing rugby, yeah, it's pretty special. But um, yeah, definitely be keeping an eye on the the sky blue this weekend. Hopefully they can get the job done. It's been uh, fantastic uh, catching up with you, mate. Um, I, I know you've got some very proud parents uh, back here who uh, have been following your career, as have a lot of your friends and whanau, of course. Uh, I've seen shots on Facebook of that of them gathered together on couches in the early hours of the morning. So great following back here. Uh, terrific that you've been able to do this and uh, realise the dream, mate. Good luck for the rest of the season uh, and also, more importantly, uh, when you travel down to, to London and have a fresh start. Great catching up, buddy. Cheers, buddy. Thanks for having me back, mate. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.